This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 46. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thank you for being here today, everybody. Happy Labor Day, my friends. I hope you all are doing what I'm doing today, and that is relaxing. Ah, You deserve it. If you're listening to this podcast, you are more than likely a hardworking, family-focused individual that has been laboring all year long. Take today, decompress, and enjoy yourself. Okay, today's show, everybody, is going to be a little different. We're going to do two new things today. We're going to answer a question from the Marriage, Kids, and Money audience, and I'm going to throw down another MKM challenge that will help us all learn and grow. All right, let's jump into the first segment. Today's question comes from Tina. Dear Andy, I saw Dave Ramsey live a couple years ago, and it resonated with me. I began promptly to hack away at my debt and contribute to my 401k. So now, 15% goes into my 401k. I gross about $8,000 a month before all the fun stuff comes out, including insurance, etc. $500 goes into a high-yield savings count. Good job, Tina. Currently, there is about 6500 bucks in there. All right. $1,425 is currently my mortgage payment. Then we have all the normal bills, etc. The summer was a bit brutal on my budget as I spent about 750 bucks in six weeks on summer daycare, plus another 1000 bucks on broken AC. So given all of that, my question is, how can I get ahead? Maybe I just need more patience. We're planning on moving soon, and I'm already doing research on how I can find a safe place in a good school district, but I don't want that to drive us further into the monthly mortgage hole. (laughs) I like that term. Anyway, I hope I do not sound overly neurotic, but I would love your input. Kind regards, Tina. Tina, thanks so much for reaching out. First of all, congratulations on earning such an impressive income. Nice work. That is awesome. Usually, when we're feeling strapped, it's more than likely an earning issue or a spending issue. Given that you're making some big money each month, I would say that for this conversation, let's focus our efforts on the spending side. And don't worry, a lot of people, especially in this country, are in the same boat. According to a new survey from CareerBuilder, 8 out of 10 Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. It looks like you're saving and investing consistently, so you're more financially savvy than 80% of the country. Good work. So I have three areas that I'd like to recommend to help you to improve your financial situation. Number one, budget and plan your monthly spending. Number two, save more of your hard-earned money. And three, properly prepare for buying this next home. Uh, 
So let's start with number one, budget monthly. I'm not sure if you're doing it already. You might, you might be doing this already, but I would highly recommend living on a monthly budget going forward. I'm personally a big fan of mint.com to do all of my budgeting needs. My wife and I have used this program for the past five years, and it's changed the way that we communicate, the way we save, and the way we live. We have less money fights, and we've been able to achieve our financial dreams a lot easier. Whether it's Mint or YNAB or Personal Capital, these are all a bunch of names of budgeting software choices that you could do, or just a plain old Excel sheet. I think if you're able to outline the specifics of your cash flow plan each month, you're going to feel a lot less strapped. If you want to try Mint, I've got a 10-step tutorial that walks you through how to get started. I'll post it in the show notes at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 46. All right, so that's number one, budget monthly. Number two, savings opportunities. Let's say you've outlined everything in your monthly budget now, Tina, and the numbers are looking a little tight. (laughs) Again, we have two options here, earn more or save less. I'd say you're earning a great amount of money. Yes, there's there's always ways, always areas to increase your income for sure. But let's focus on potential savings opportunities today. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the three top spending areas in your budget are your housing expenses, your transportation costs, and your food. I'm going out on a limb because that's pretty typical for everybody. Let's start with your your house. So I don't think your mortgage is too crazy, honestly. Uh, Depending on your tax bracket and where you live, we can conservatively say that your your mortgage is around 25% of your income. That totally makes sense to me. I think you're in a good, you're in a good ballpark there. So let's take a look at your car situation and just ask a few questions. I'm not speaking to you directly right now, but I'll throw them out there. Are you leasing some expensive cars by chance? If so, could you consider downgrading from the pricey lease to a less expensive purchase? That's more of a long-term plan for sure, but it's something to consider as you look at your numbers overall. And then food... Take a look at how much you're eating out. Is this a lot? Could you do some trimming here? How about groceries? If you have an Aldi near you, they have an excellent selection of organic and healthy options, and they cost a whole lot less. My wife and I switched to Aldi, I think earlier this year, for our family of four, and we've been saving about 300 bucks a month, and we're we're pretty much eating the same food. So something to consider. Let's say you don't have an Aldi right near you. A couple other things to consider in trimming down that grocery budget would be shopping weekly, avoiding those those pop-ins for unnecessary needs during the weeks, and going with a list. Having a list really helps to stick to what you actually need. So consider trimming the eating out budget a little bit and looking at these different options to cut the grocery spending a little bit as well. Outside of the house and transportation and food, you can trim here and there to continue to make a dent. You could cut the cord on cable. You could re-examine all of your insurance costs. That's something good to do probably once a year, auto, life, home, etc. And I guess by doing that, you can just make sure that you are getting a good deal. You could also... This is something that Nicole and I like to do every once in a while. (laughs) You can also go through your house... Pick out a bunch of stuff that doesn't bring you joy and sell it on Craigslist. 
Again, we've done this a ton of times around our house. It helps us to declutter our home and de-stress our lives. And it gives us some uh, fast cash in our hands. So win-win. So that's number two, the section there on uh, looking at savings opportunities. And the last area that I wanted to focus on, Tina, for our conversation was buying your next home. Since this is an incredibly important piece of the puzzle, I want to share some information with you that hopefully will help you to go down the right path. I have five suggestions to hopefully help you to not become house rich and cash poor. Or like you said, Tina, at the beginning of our conversation in your in your note, fall into the monthly mortgage hole. I like that one. I think I'm going to steal that. <laughs> so number one, save up for an emergency fund. You want to accumulate at least three months of expenses for job loss or an unexpected issue just around the house or random kid accidents. <laughs> like when my daughter cracked our porcelain sink with a huge glass drinking glass. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. So that hit the emergency fund, but it allowed, since we had the emergency fund, it allowed us to not lose our, our heads to our four-year-old daughter. So <laughs> anyway, save it for emergency fund. Number two, avoid private mortgage insurance. PMI is an insurance for the mortgage company that you pay on their behalf, typically when you put less than 20% down. It's insuring them in case you default on the mortgage. Since PMI can add up to 1% of the cost of your mortgage, it should be avoided at all costs, Tina. Try to do that. For example, if you're getting a $100,000 mortgage, this is just for easy math, you'd be paying an additional $1,000 per year or about 83 bucks per month of completely unnecessary costs. So <clears throat> go for the go for at least 20% down and uh, you're in like Flynn. Number three, keep your mortgage payments to less than 25% of your income. It looks like you are doing this already, Tina. So again, you're golden. The point here is to leave enough room for life's other expenses. Too much house can make for a difficult and somewhat boring life. <laughs> Number four, consider the cost to update and furnish your home. This can be a tricky one. I think we always plan to save up for the down payment, but we don't always factor in the updates. So let's be smart and, and factor those in. And depending on your state, your, your taste and style and your overall family situation, this could end up being a lot of money. And don't worry. I mean, you don't have to go hog wild at Pottery Barn. You can find a lot of furniture deals and decorating deals um, by, by looking on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace if, if your overall budget's tight. So it doesn't need to be a ton of money. Just make it work and factor the money in that you think you need. And lastly, number five, work with experts. Do not do this alone. Get an excellent real estate agent that knows your area that you're searching very, very well. Always get an, an inspection. Even if the house is perfect, it can have flaws and you need to know about them. With the prices being crazy high around the US right now, make sure to get an appraisal. This is an independent expert that will confirm that the pricing is in line with the neighborhood. So in summary, Tina, I think you're kicking butt on the income side of things. Take a hard look at your expenses with a monthly budget and see where you could be saving further. Getting 
intimate, intimate with your finances before you buy this new home will help you feel a lot more comfortable with this huge family decision. I really appreciate you writing me and asking for my advice. Thanks, Tina. That was a lot of fun. If you have a question for me, everybody, please email me at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. I'd love to read your question on the show and provide an answer like I did for Tina today. As long as I'm getting questions from you all and, and you guys all feel like it's providing a value, I'll try to do it once a month. Big disclaimer, big disclaimer here. I'm in no way a financial expert. I'm not a CPA or a CFP. I'm just a guy who's worked hard to become debt-free and set his family on a path towards financial independence. I'll answer the questions that I feel comfortable with, and I'll, I'll defer to some experts that I've met in my blogging and podcasting journey over the past year to help me out as well if it's, if it's out of my ballpark. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. Okay, let's jump into the second segment of the show today. Another MKM challenge. Wait a second, a challenge, Andy? You just said at the top of the show that Labor Day was a day for me to relax. How am I going to relax with another one of your crazy challenges, dude? Well, if you're like me, your relaxation and decompression time comes with reading a good book. If you're not like me, I'd highly recommend it. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's an excellent way to relax, work your brain, and learn something new. So the challenge this month is to read one book focused on improving your marriage or your relationship with your kids or your money situation. You see what I did there? Marriage, kids, money. <laughs> and when we finish that book, everybody, we have to take some of the advice and put it into action. So one book, one month, and one action step. Where do we start? Let's start off by asking ourselves one simple question. Where do I want the most improvement in my life right now? Is it with time management? Do you want to grow the love between you and your spouse? Are you struggling with communicating with your kids? Do you want to learn more about investing for your family's future? Take a moment and think about what that one focus area might be for this month. If you have more than one area, that's cool. But let's take it one month at a time so we can actually make some progress together. 
this, I'm guilty of this. I often overwhelm my brain with too much information, podcasts, books, challenges, and I don't put any action steps in place to make the improvement I need. So help me help you and you help me help you. Yeah. So let's stick with one to make a bigger impact this month. All right. If you have an idea, that's great. If not, no worries. The idea will come to you in the next 24 hours. I am sure of it. So let's choose that book. Lately, I've been using Audible to listen to most of my books on my runs or car rides to work, but I also like hitting up the library or borrowing a book from a friend that I respect. You obviously make sure that you, you appreciate their opinions on books before you get that, uh, that recommendation. <laughs> Could go the opposite way. Whatever your route, do some online searches or good old-fashioned physical searches at your local library and find a book that will help you tackle your challenge for this month. Another thought, too, to find a good book is to throw it out on social media and put out a tweet or a Facebook post and ask some people about a book that's helped them improve their lives in this specific topic that we're talking about today. For me, I've gotten myself all excited about real estate investing. If you've been listening to the show, I've been interviewing a lot of these real estate gurus, and I feel like it's a good place for me and my family to start to generate some passive income for the future. But I know it's not as easy as buying a home and renting it out. There's a ton of information that I need to learn in order to be a successful real estate investor. For that reason, I am choosing this month to read the book on real estate investing by Brandon Turner from Bigger Pockets. If you're thinking about real estate investing, check out their podcast. It's super helpful. They've got a ton of information in there, especially for newbies like me. I know this will be one of many books that I'll read on the subject, but it comes highly recommended from a lot of people who are doing the real estate investment route. So when I'm done reading that book, I'm planning on putting at least one important action step into place by the end of the month. I'm going to ask you all to do the same because honestly, what good is reading a book about improving your life if you don't actually improve your life? <laughs> Now you might be looking for some book recommendations. Here are a few books that have made an impact on my marriage, my kids, and my money in that specific order. So a number one marriage, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. This book helped me take a whole new look at how I can love my wife, Nicole, the way she wants to be loved. Before reading this book, I would sometimes show my love to Nicole in ways that actually didn't really resonate with her that much. <laughs> I'd give her compliments and express my love to her verbally. She really appreciated it. Don't get me wrong. But that wasn't her prime love language. After reading the book, I understood the best way to my wife's heart was through spending quality time together and being helpful around the house and with the kids. It was an eye-opening book for me, for sure, and I definitely put the author's recommendations into action. I actually read it a couple, just a couple months ago, a few months ago, and the message of finding that prime love language and nurturing it has stuck with me ever since. So I'd recommend that one. Number two, under the kids section, Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids, How to Stop Yelling and Start Connecting by Dr. Laura Markham. My wife and I both read this one a couple years ago. Actually, it was, well, it was probably four years ago now. The overarching message of empathy and patience and understanding really has stuck with me for years now. This was a solid book for first-time parents with young kids 
that really have no idea what they're doing. And that was, that was definitely us at the time um, when we had a one-year-old slash two-year-old. Not that I really have any idea what I'm doing now or anything, but uh, nevertheless, it's a good book. Number three, Money, The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. I read this one in 2010, I think 2010 or 2011. It helped Nicole and I get on the same page with our money early in our marriage. We didn't stick with everything in the book, his credit card plan or, or most of in, his investing strategies, but his overall message on spending less than you earn and eliminating high interest debt from your life has worked wonders for our family. To give back, I'm actually volunteering at my church to coach Financial Peace University classes, they're called, that uh, incorporate Dave Ramsey's principles. It's a ton of fun to see um, couples work together and improve their family's future. So I'd, I'd recommend that one a lot. There's been a ton of other books I've read on the subject of money, but this one has stuck with me for years. And if you're just getting started your marriage or you're looking for a way to interact with your spouse in a good um, fashion, I would highly recommend that one. Okay, the challenge has been laid down, my friends. Who is in? Go to marriagekidsofmoney.com slash session 46. And in the comments section, let me know how you are going to improve your life this month and what book you've selected. There are so many great books out there. I want to learn from all of you about what you are getting into so I can improve myself as well in these different areas. At that same link, uh, marriagekidsofmoney.com slash session 46, I've included the book recommendations I just mentioned. So if you want to click on those, learn more about them. I've also included a larger list of more financial and entrepreneurial focused books as well. Who knows, my friends, this could become a monthly ritual and you're going to need a whole selection of ones to choose from. So uh, take a look and we'll dive into it. If you're looking to use Audible, like I mentioned at the top of the show for the first time and you want to listen to your first book for free, go to marriagekidsmoney.com slash audible. You'll not only get that free book, but you'll be supporting this podcast with your subscription. So I would really appreciate it. And thank you very much for considering it. Again, that's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash audible. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Anonymous. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. That's a good one. The future you want is in your hands, everybody. Carpe diem. 